Blog Talk Radio.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessing, blessing, blessing. Thank you for being on. I pray that you can hear me. For those that know how to reach out, please send me a text. Let me know that you can hear me clearly. Now, y'all pray for me. I am dealing with this weather, this outage. I believe that upper respiratory infection trying to take over my body, but I stand that I am healed. I can feel myself being very stuffy. I can feel it going down my ears, my throat. I've been doing some natural stuff to get rid of it. So keep me in your prayer. In the, in the nighttime, it really start acting up at night. So I ask that you can really, really... Keep me in your prayer. I've been resting, trying to rest. So, uh, <laughs> and then when I move around, the air, the weather's changing, get hot, get cold. And so, just keep me in your prayer. Thank you uh, for tuning in tonight. 
Thank you for tuning in tonight. Give me a second. Uh, let's see. Get, uh, let's see. Somebody's asking me a question. Thank you for calling in tonight. You could have been doing anything else. I want to ask, you know, I, I, you know, that son, he's preparing me. I remember when I was going through my little trials and tribulation, and I heard that song, when we are in preparation, the preparation will bring a brokenness. It will break you. When he, when you go into a place of brokenness, when he start breaking you, when I say the Father, when he brings you to a place of brokenness, it's not going to feel good. It don't feel good at all. It, it's it's a broken. He got to break you. He got to break some habit off of you. He got to break your mindset, the way you used to think, the way you used to do things. When we fix our eyes on Christ, when we fix our eyes on Christ, when we look to the hill, we come our help. Our help comes from the Father. And so when we get in a fixed sensation, Thank you, Holy Spirit. When we get in that fixed cessation, we fix our eyes upon him. And sometimes he got to bring you to a place. When you go through the preparation, it's not going to be easy, but he's preparing you for something. He's preparing you for greater. Some of us have to be prepared to go on the battlefield. You know, John, he was the forerunner. He was making the way. He was making the way. He was making the way for Christ to come on the scene. I baptize, just as John, I baptize you with water, but someone greater than I is coming. Hear the voice in the wilderness. He's coming, which he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So John was making the way for Christ to come on the scene. Some of us have an assignment in this earth. We have to make the way. That's just like your grandparents, your great-grandparents, those that served the kingdom of God, they went forth to make a way for you, to make a way for I. We are the next, this generation, my generation, like my mom them, supposed to be on that line to make a way for this generation. And this generation that I am in is going to make the way for the next generation. You have some generous that have to be on the front line and he's preparing you. Some of you have to be on the front line. Some of us have to be the ones that are going to get hit with the grenades and get hit. Like he, he showed me it's like the call of duty. And I taught about the call of duty. In the call of duty, there's different ranks. But listen, listen, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for tonight. Holy Spirit, you come and have your way. This is your radio. I cover this line, Father God. I ask that you cover me as your servant, as your mouthpiece. Speak to your people. You know, some of them expecting an answer from you, Father God. I ask that you speak to them even as we speak your word or if we pray for them, Father God. Give them something that only you know about in their secret time with you. Give them something unusual. Give them something uncommon. Let this be a season that you are doing things suddenly, that when they pray, we just ain't going to talk about miracles. 
It's going to happen suddenly. And I got to share a testimony with y'all as well. But it's going to begin to happen suddenly. Suddenly. That should be what we should be proclaiming in this hour, in this season. So, Father God, I cover this this radio, I cover the airway, I ask the angel to be released, the minister, the ministering angel, the covering angel, and the war angel. There will be no backlash, no retaliation. You speak through me to your people. These are your people. And so, Father God, I'm just your willing vessel. I always say, Holy Spirit, have your way up on tonight. In Jesus' name. So as we are in the season, all of us is in a season of preparation. And when you are in the season of preparation, it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Um, it's some things you he, he's going to strip you from. Some things he got to mold you. He got to put you in that kerosene to fire and burn everything up out of you. That burning, that stripping, that separation. Uh-oh, there you go. That separation doesn't feel good. That breaking, that he got to break you. It doesn't feel good. Oh, when he separates you from friends that you've been running with family members. It doesn't feel good because he's trying to prepare you. It depends on what is your assignment and what is your calling. Sometimes he will separate you from a lot of things. And sometimes he got to separate you from your family member, which that is not going to feel good. You're in the season for preparation. Some of us have to be prepared to go out to you're not supposed to be in a certain region. You have to go out of your region. Uh-oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Some of us have to get to that land flowing with milk and honey. You can't get to it where you at. You can be stagnated where you at. How well do I know that? And so sometimes you have to go through this preparation. got to prepare you. And how he revealed it to me, don't if you can't deal with things right now where you at, if you can't deal with the things that's going on right now, how am I going to use you in Africa? How am I going to use you in Israel? How can I use you in Canada? Because you might have to sleep on the ground with those in Africa. You might not have a four and five bedroom house. You might drink. It's a it's a pastor. His name was Leonard Leonard something, and he told a testimony. Drink from this cup, and it was a woman uh, would come to his church, and she would sit down at the back. She wasn't no clean person. You know, she she wasn't, you know, how she kept herself up. And she invited him to come back to his house, her house. And when he got to the house, she had dishes piled up in the sink with mold up in it. Uh, her house wasn't clean. She had everything like a harder. And um, she said, do you want some tea? Y'all see, sometimes you got the, you got, let me tell you something. I didn't tell many People, you don't know the ways of God. You got to know his ways. Oh, I remember he told me, daughter, many don't know my way. Well, he said when he got to the house, the woman said, do you want some tea? Now, remind you, she had dishes piled up, mold was in the, in, in, in the dishes and everything. And he said, sure. She got one of those moldy dishes and put his tea in it and told him to drink. 
Oh, what would some of y'all do if y'all was in that position? And the Holy Spirit began to deal with him right then and there. Can you drink from my cup? This is my cup she's giving you. If you can't drink from this cup right here, you can't drink from the cup that I'm trying to give you. Because every cup you drink from, you will have to go to certain places. You will have to be a missionary to go into these villages where they have to drink dirty water, where they have to take baths in dirty mud. Oh, can you really drink from the cup? You might have to drink from a dirty cup. Will you be willing to drink from the cup? Because every cup is not going to be clean. If you can't handle your situation now, I cannot use you because every assignment is not going to be peaches and cream. Every assignment is not going to be for your benefit. It's going to be for my glory. So we are in a preparation. What is the question that I have for you? What is he preparing you for? And that's the question that in the understanding and the knowledge that you have to have with the Father. What season I am in and what are you preparing me for? Because sometimes he got the old and the, the best story that the Father keep bringing up to me is Job. Oh, I just read Joe once again because he got to remind you things that people see on the outside. What did Joe friend do? Joe friend went to him and sat with him for seven days. And with seven days, they did not say not one word to him. But when they opened his mouth, they were trying to get Joe to repent. Something you did, Joe. Something you lost your family. You lost all your stock. You didn't. You your wife didn't, didn't ask you to curse God and die. You didn't did something. Look at you looking, Joe. You don't even look like yourself. You got all the boils on you. All your skin, your face messed up. You can barely hold up. Something you did, and we gonna sit right here until you repent. Joe ain't did nothing. You better know the people who labor with you. Because if they don't raise a God and know the assignment, they don't know your assignment. They're going to say something wrong with you. What type of prayers you praying? What are you doing? You're walking in disobedience. And they don't even understand. Sometimes God got to give the enemy permission just to even touch you. He will move the edge of protection from away from you. To touch you because he know who you are. Job was a righteous man, remember? He was a righteous man. And he asked Satan, where you been? He said, I've been running up and down the earth. Now, I'm paraphrasing it, y'all. I've been going to and from the earth to see who I can devour, to see who I can, you know, mess up and get out the will of you. I've been doing my, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. This is what the father asked Satan. Have you considered my servant, Job? Satan didn't go to the father and say, I want to get Joe. God asked Satan, have you considered my servant Joe? Come on, something should have clicked, y'all. He's a righteous. He said, yeah, I have, but you have a hedge of protection around him, his family, his land, 
and I can't even touch him. But if you remove it, he's going to curse you. Well, God already knows because he knows Job hated sin. He was a righteous man. He hated evil. He hated evil. That's what he hated. He hated evil. God allowed him and told him, you can't touch your soul. You do anything you want. So you got to know your preparation because if Job didn't go through what he went, he wouldn't have the end story. His, his story wouldn't even be in the book today. God restored everything and more that he lost. But you got to be careful when you're going through something, when God taking you through something, your friends and family ain't going to understand. They're going to accuse you. You're doing something wrong. You, Oh, you the woman of God. You prophesied over everybody's life. Why you ain't prophesied this was going to happen to you? Oh, you, 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 you telling everybody about you, by everybody about them. You can pray for everybody, but why are you going through that? <laughs> can I give you a news flash? Them the ones that going to get hit because they are doing something right. They are doing something right. Joe was doing something right in God's eyesight. You have to know your season of preparation. Because when you know your season of preparation, he's preparing you for something greater or he can prepare you because there's a storm ahead and he can prepare, he got to prepare you. I remember one time, um, about a week ago, I was praying on the prayer line. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit give you certain words and I begin to like, sometimes when I pray, it, I move my hands to what I see in the spirit and I begin to like I was driving a car, but I I put the car in reverse and I heard reverse. God is about to reverse some of us. There was a reversing. See, see, it's like you were driving the car high and seeing it was a car, but he said put it in reverse. So some of us got to go. So you think you're going back. You think you're being set back. Not so. God got to put you in reverse. And the reason why he got to put you in reverse, because there's dangerous ahead. Somebody, I hope you caught that. He got to tell you to reverse it because, see, the enemy know your mood. See, people get too familiar with you and they know your mood. So God got to switch it up. So he's telling you to reverse. Don't go that way. Reverse. I'm about to take you in a different direction. They ain't going to see what direction. If you follow my voice, if you follow my command, I'm about to reverse it on them. That's going to mess your enemy up. They want you to go ahead and get, get trapped. They want you to go ahead and drown, but see, it could be a part of water that you think is shallow water, but they're trying to set you up. They're trying to sabotage you, so put it in reverse. You're going to reverse. I'm about to reverse this thing upon your enemy. Oh, I hope somebody caught that. And when I heard that, it's, it might sound strange to you, but some of you got to go in a reverse mode. And when you go into that reverse mode, it's going to mess the enemy up. It's going to send confusion because he was expecting you to go into the trap. He was expecting you to go ahead. But sometimes you got to reverse it and let God take over and take you in a different direction. Because a lot of y'all run your mouth and the enemy knows the plans. You got to be quiet. You can't tell everybody everything. Oh, who am I talking to tonight? So he began to show me 
he's putting it in reverse. You can't go ahead this time. You can't go in the direction that you've been wanting to go to, go through. He got to switch it up. He got to switch it up. When he reverses it, he's going to tell you, now let me drive this. I'm going to show you which direction you should go. I'm going to show you, I want you to go through the back roads. <laughs> See, there's danger. It's a tree down. You can't get through that tree. It's a puddle of water ahead of you. So you're going to have to reverse it and you're going to have to go around. <laughs> the enemy trying to set up some snares and traps for you and say, I need you to go backwards. I need sometimes going backwards don't mean sometimes when you go back don't mean you being stagnated. Sometimes you got to go back and look at the map, the, bru- the blueprint. You got to go take a look at it again. And it's okay. Because this time when you look at it again, I'm going to get it right. That's just like when you're in the military, like I said, the call of duty, you got different ranks in the military. There's different ranks when you're in the body of Christ. It's different ranks. Some of you are called as a call of duty, a general. There's different ranks. Some of you got the keys to the kingdom to bind and loose and to lock up. You know, the enemy got his gatekeepers, too. Well, God got gatekeepers. Some of you are assigned. Mostly intercessors or gatekeepers. You have to know the assignment. You have to know your calling. And you have to, you got to let the, the father to reveal that. Everybody have different assignments and different ranking. Don't try to outrank another one. That's not your ranking. If that's not your ranking, how a first sergeant going to tell a general how to do his job? No. Yeah, I don't know no first sergeant telling the general. No. There's order and there's honor and respect. Same thing in the body of Christ. The special task force. I explain this to y'all. Those special task force that go in, they don't got time to talk. And he showed me he was raising up a group of them. They ain't going to have time to play. They don't have time to talk. Those the ones going to be in the delivering ministry. They're going to get in, get the job done, and come on out of there. Special task force will go in at night. Uh-oh, somebody better catch it. They go in at night. Don't nobody. You can be in your house. You can be in your house. They going into your neighbor house. They will go through the ceiling, go in there and snatch that, go for the kill, get up out of there, and within up under two minutes, up under one minute, you won't even know your neighbor just got just got snatched up by that special task force. They they go real quiet. They know how to go up under the water. You won't even know they in the water. They know how to move quiet. They know how to hit the target. And they ain't going to miss it. They will go in in the night. Nobody would not know. You won't hear a sound. And that's how he's trying to move some of us. The enemy, he don't want the enemy to detect you. 
You're going to have to go in, do your assignment, get out. You don't have time to play around. You don't have time to lavagabit with people because there's a cost. And your, your assignment is very important. Can't get too attached. And when them people is like that, leave those people alone. That's their assignment. To go into that region, to go into the enemy, most likely they're going to go into the enemy camp. They're going into the enemy camp to get the lost soul. They are assigned to do that. They just can't do it on their own. They go and get the target. Some of them going to be invited to a conference. When you see them invited to a conference, they're not talking. Leave those people alone. They are there on assignment. And they already know they some. They coming in and they doing what they need to do and get out. They they that's their assignment. That's how the father revealed to me. Some you some days you just ain't gonna be able to sit down and have lunch with them. You ain't gonna be able to talk to them. You can't get too close to them. Because you're gonna be I can't use you and send you to Africa because though Africa and Jamaica got some strong demons. Let me tell you something. Them Caribbean, the, the over there, Dominican Republic, uh, Bazir, all them got some strong demons because those water, marine spirit, the queen of the sea. You can't go over there and be playing around. You got to go over there and do what you got to do. But I ain't for to send you over there. If you, you ain't equipped to go over there, you will be getting towed down, beat down. You ain't, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. You can't even handle the things right here in your own household, in your home region. I dare not to send you over there. Those some real riches and warlocks over there. They see you before you even hit the rich. They know you coming. So everything is a preparation. You got to walk and chew. And some of your assignment is within your own household. It ain't going to be easy. I tell you, they sat around Joe, and they were sitting up there trying to figure out what we're going to say to him. We need to tell him to repent. He needs to repent because he didn't did something. We didn't see Joe lose everything. <clears throat> and look how he looking. Look how he looking. He don't even look like himself. God didn't do this to him. And they right. God did not do that to him. He did something. He made God mad. He 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 did something. No. That 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 Joe had to go through that. God ain't gonna put more on you that you can't handle. And some of each one of us got a story, and each one of us got our own trials and tribulations. What I can handle, you might not can handle. What you can handle, I might not can handle. And so he preparing us. Every we are in preparation. And those that have that assignment, <laughs> a certain assignment on their life, that's why I told y'all last week, don't try to pray like LaShawn, Prophet LaShawn. Don't do that. That can get you in trouble. You don't know what I be going through. You don't know what I be going through at night and dream. No, 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 no. You got to stay in your lane. You want to do what God tell you to do. Mm -mm. 
I see some prophets, and I'm like, wow, I used to go to these conferences and see some real prophets, and I seen some that wasn't real prophet. And I'll be like, well, man, how did they do that? Man, I never said I want to be like them. I ain't that. I knew better when I was just a babe in Christ. No, watch what you say out your mouth because you don't know what they went through. No, Mm-mm. you don't know what they dealing with in their body. You don't know what they had to do to get that oil in that type of anointing. Let's look at Kate Coleman, Kate Coleman. You know, I always say her name wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Well, we know if y'all don't know her story. You know, that woman walked in a type of a certain type of anointing. Well, Captain Coleman went and messed up a marriage, a family. She she went and slept with a married man. He left his wife for her. The day that she did that, the anointing. God didn't take her anointing, but she won't walk in any. Uh-uh. You ain't for go break up somebody's marriage and think you're going to walk in that anointing. No. He didn't take it from her, though. But during the time that she was with that married man, because that wasn't her husband, the anointing was not on her. The anointing, she was suffering. The anointing. God didn't take it because that was her gift. That's what that's, She was born with it. But you won't fit to operate in it. You're not fit to operate in your gift and you're doing things that's unpleasing to God. Now, it's, it's still there. Well, if you're going to be doing some sinful things or or you're going to be doing something that you know is not in the will of God, you ain't fit flow in no type of knowing. I don't care what you say. Captain Coleman is a perfect example. Until she left that man and left him alone and went through her truth, healing, and delivering, and repent. God restored her. See, that's it. He restored her. And she began to flow in the gift again. I don't care what nobody say. If you're out there doing things that he says abomination to him, if you out there doing things, you ain't flow. I don't care. You, yeah, he get you, you a prophet. You right. He get you a prophet. But if you out there doing sinful things, that is abomination to him. You out there perverting? You out there masturbating? You out there sleeping around? You, you better ask what 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 anointing you flown in? What 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 realm are you flown in? You, cause you're a prophet, and you think you're gonna be prophesied? No, 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 no. We gonna speak the truth. We we speak the truth on her. No, who told y'all that? Is y'all reading y'all book? There's no way. If you're doing something perverted with your mouth, there's no way you're going to be a greater intercessor. Come on. The anointing is not in you. That don't mean he took. Now, he will. He got the ability to take it if you don't change, if you don't clean up. But no. If you got sinful ways. Now, I'm going to say this. I know a lot of some people might get mad at me, but you know we speak the truth on here. People that does stuff like that, they want to, when you try to tell them, 
no way. It's no way you need to sit down and let God heal and deliver you. They get mad and say, well, we all got sin. You know, they'll say, no, nah, we all got demons. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm telling y'all, everybody don't have a demon. Everybody don't have a demon. Everybody, I'm going to say it loud and clear, everybody don't have a demon. But they'll tell you that because they doing dirt, dirt. Everybody don't have a demon. Do we fall short of his glory? Yes. Do, do we do sinful things? Yes. Ain't none of us perfect. Ain't none of us perfect. Ain't none of us perfect. God was using them. God used Abraham. We know what Abraham did. God used Moses. You sure know what Moses did. Well, Jacob, we know about Jacob. Know by Isaac. Isaac. We know, we know, we know, we know about Jeremiah. We know about him. We know about David. Yep, we do. There's very few in that Bible. Very few. We know Enoch. He he was so he was so perfect in God's eyesight, he didn't even experience a death. He God just took him. Well, we know about Elijah. So there are some that they they don't they don't, you know, well we know Joe. He was a righteous man. So everybody want to justify their, their, their sin, their demons, and want to say everybody got a demon. Well, let me take you to the book now. You know I'm going to bash stuff up to the book. Let's go to the book. Remember when the disciples saying who sinned when he was healing the blind, the little boy? Who sinned? Was it the child? He too young. Or was it his parents? What did God, what did Jesus say? Neither. I'm doing this so you know. You will know. Who get the glory, you will know. None of them. It wasn't a parent. The parent didn't cause this to their child. That, and the parent didn't do no sin and this child didn't do no sin. Everything that goes on... Even with sickness, come on, it's in the Bible. Even with sickness, that don't mean you sin. It's because we live in this world. What they doing to the things in the world? What they doing to the water? What they doing to the food? Some children have to be born. With things going on with their body, don't mean their parents sin. It don't mean their child sin. Jesus showed us that in the book. Everybody don't walk in that type, walk in sin, and everybody don't have a demon. You can't justify what you're doing. Your demons with everybody else's demons. We should all know what our weakness is. We should know. I know my weakness. I know me. I talk about it. I know me. I know my weakness. I have been around so many people. Have ministry. I meet people every. I meet. I've met so many people. 
so many people. I have been around people that have money, money. Been around artists. Been around science, doctors. Been around, I mean, I met them all. I tell somebody money don't mean nothing to me. I didn't have it. Some people don't even know your story. I didn't have it. I didn't been set at people table that have money. Don't mean nothing. I met all type of people. You can tell me you love me all day long. Love go a long ways. It's about how you treat me, what's in your heart. Do you really love me or are you just saying that? So I've been around all different type of characters too. I know people real and I know when they not real. And so that's just like Christ. He say a prophet is not even welcome in his own his own town, his own city. The prophet ain't gonna be welcome in their own home. Uh oh, somebody better catch that. A prophet is not even welcome in their own city, even in their own home. Jesus went back to his hometown to try. He wanted to do miracles. He wanted to perform the miracles. He wanted to teach the good news. He wanted to do that in his, but they did not receive. They received him not. He said, a prophet is not welcome in their own hometown. The prophet, somebody better catch this. Sometimes not even welcome in their own home. Oh, how well do I know that? Oh, I used to be married. How well do I know that? The prophet ain't even welcome in their own home, in their own family. But Jesus was preparing us. When he when Jesus was speaking the word and they was writing scroll, that's why I tell some of y'all, write this down, write this down, write this down. Every prophecy, every word that we speak should be writing down because one day somebody's gonna read it. They did it back then, and you gotta keep it going. He say the prophet ain't even welcome in his own town. The prophet ain't even welcome in their own home. You better believe me. The prophet ain't even welcome in their own family. You better believe it. You better believe it. So Jesus, even in the word teller, Jesus didn't even waste his time amongst them because he knew the spirit that was in them. And we have to know when we got certain calling on our life, not to even waste our time with some people because we should know the spirit that's in them. Do you not know when I'm ministering, like the Holy Spirit was telling me that a lot of people think you prophesy for something, you prophesy personally, and they don't realize it's coming from me. You can get too close to people. Jesus didn't waste his time because he knew the spirit that was in them. He didn't waste some time to give them a word. He didn't waste his time saying anything because he knew the spirit that they operate, the spirit that was in them was going to reject him. So he didn't even waste his time. Stop wasting time on certain people. Stop wasting time on certain people. Paul even let us know about preparing. 
He said, preach the word, be ready to do it, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Correct, comfort, encourage with patience and instruction. He gave instruction. He was talking to Timothy. This second Timothy, you preach the word, you teach it. Even if, if it's <clears throat> make them feel uncomfortable, if it's convenient or inconvenient, you still got to speak the word. But he's telling them, it's going to be time that it's going to be inconvenient. It might be convenient, but you still got to speak the word of God. But do it with patience. You got to do it with patience. Encourage them with patience and instruction. In order to do ministry, you got to have patience. You have to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You have to have the fruit of the Spirit. You have to have the fruit of the Spirit. And you have to have the passion of Christ in order to do ministry. Because the people are going to frustrate you. The people are going to get on your, they're going to do everything. Because we already know we're wrestling out with flesh and blood. The enemy will use people that's close to you. The enemy will use those who are close to you. Even your enemy, the Bible tells us, uh, your enemy is in your own household. Uh-oh, who is that for tonight? Your enemy is in your own household. A prophet is not welcome in their own household. You better believe it. I know that very well. The prophet ain't even welcome around their own friend. You better understand. I know that very well. There's a difference. Don't even waste your time. Don't even waste your time. You should know the spirit that's in them. I know when people pulling on me. I know when they reject the word. You should know them. They spirit. The spirit that they operate with. And when they when they start getting like that, you got to pull back. You got to pull back. You got to pull back. So remember, you got to ask the Father, what preparation, what are you preparing me for? What are you preparing me for? Every every preparation not going to be easy. Every preparation you go through, some going to be rough, tough. What preparation are you preparing me? Is you preparing me to lead this region? Are you preparing me to begin ready to go do missionary work? Are you preparing me for ministry? Are you preparing me to go out there and speak to the lost soul? Let me tell y'all something. I'm riding. Some of y'all know what I do. And I'm riding. And I see these two women, young. They they young. They out there prostituting. Now, I know where I live at. I don't see stuff like that. I don't I don't see stuff like that where I live. But I was in Dallas. So you keep telling y'all y'all better pr- rise up and pray for Dallas. Y'all better rise up and pray for Dallas. I'm in Dallas. I'm dropping somebody out for you know, uh a customer out. And so I see these two girls walking and they 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 they, they were prostitutes. I'm talking about it's cold. It's 40-some degrees. She ain't have no clothes. With this, this, I don't know what they was, a bodysuit. It was, it was something, you know, G-string. And I'm like, what? 
pass by, you know, pass by them the first time. Got to go back up the street, pass by them again. And I look dead at her. We look, we look eye to eye at each other. And when I looked at her eye to eye, I was at the light turning. And I say, Lord, I got to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back and talk to these young ladies. Turned the car back, went back. I told them to come here. I say, what are y'all doing out here? They were like, we working. And I was like, oh, okay. And I asked them, why? why? No, they say, we making money. And I say, oh, okay. I said, why y'all doing that? You know how much money we making out here? They were talking to me like a regular person. You know how much money we making out here? I said, but y'all don't have to do that to your body like that. They said, well, this ain't taking no toll on my body. So I asked them how old they was. One was 23 and one was 20. The one 23 looked at older. They looked at older. Yes, it is taking a toll on their body. But I ain't say nothing. Talking to them like a regular person. I say, you know, what what is some things y'all would like to do in life? Do y'all have any goals or something? What 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 would y'all like to do in life? I say, is there anything y'all like to do? We've been doing it. If they 23 and 20, they say we've been doing this all our life. They say we travel and do this. They done went to Houston, Louisiana, New York. So I'm like sitting up there thinking she's 20, and she says she's been doing this for a while. Has she been out here at 18, 16, 17? How long has she been out here? And so I'm listening to them, and she said, oh, and I'm like, do y'all have somewhere to stay? She said, I have a five-bedroom house. I'm okay. Do y'all live here? No, we, we, we go everywhere. We, we you know, go everywhere. I said, you know, you don't have to do that to your body. So I began to prophesy to them. Told the one, you gonna get married. You gonna get married. And she said, No, I'm not. No one. <clears throat> she said, No woman in my family is married. My mama is 65 years old. We are Puerto Rican. Ain't no woman in my family married. I told her, Remember, my name is Lashawn. I said, Remember, you gonna remember this day. You will get married. Told the other one, You've been trying to get your business. Work on your business. Do your business, you're gonna have a business. They say, Well, who are you? I say, Only if you knew who I was, and I told them I was in ministry. They asked me, Do I read puns? Oh, I'm a pun reader, and I told them, I said, No, I'm a prophet, you know. And they say, You read puns, read? I said, No, I don't do that. That ain't what that ain't of God, I don't do that. But I began to talk to them, and I told them. I said, y'all remember my name. Y'all going to remember because one day y'all going to be telling y'all testimony. And I said, they said, well, we're going to see you again. I said, okay, I'm going to see. Tomorrow we'll be out here. We'll see you again. We're going to remember you. And I said, okay, if you see me again, if I tell y'all get in the car and go to church with me, y'all going to do it. Yeah, if we see you again, we'll do We'll do I said, okay, remember that. If I come back over here and I see y'all, and I tell y'all get in this car and go to church with me. Remember what y'all said now. And I left it alone. But I began to pray pray for them. You never know. I probably been the one that dropped the seed and somebody gonna come and water. And this is what I told them. I said, I want y'all to do something. If y'all ever get a Bible, I want y'all to read about Mary Mackin. I want y'all to read about her. 
I want y'all to read, she was a prostitute that washes Jesus' uh, feet. He delivered her. You know what one of them said? She said, I'm waiting on Jesus so I can wash his feet. I told her, be careful what you ask for. So I began to pray, Lord, show up. Show up, Father. She said she waiting on you so she can wash your feet. Well, show up so she can wash your feet with her tears. Oh, you 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 said it to the right person. Show up, Father. Let her meet you. Meet her right where she at. <clears throat> so she began to wash your feet with her tears. She said she waiting on you. You show up in her life. You show up today. Do it today, Father. You don't have a respect of a person. He go out there and minister to them just as well as I'm ministering to y'all. So I began to tell the father, show up, because that's what she asked for. And so, you know, I didn't pressure them. I didn't beat them up with the word. I said what I had to say and kept it moving and asked God to protect them, help them to understand. And one day, maybe one day, they will read about that, about, 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 about that little Bible verse I gave them. Maybe one day. So, you don't know how one conversation can change somebody's life. You, I'm ministering to you on this radio, and you can go minister to somebody in the grocery store, just a hug. And I was talking to somebody. A hug can bring a deliverance and breakthrough to somebody just by you hugging them, just by you smiling. Smiling at a person will make a person day. I go around, I remember this woman asked me, she said, why are you always smiling? She said, you always smiling. But maybe that was the season I was in that God wanted me to smile. Your smile, you just don't know by you just smiling at people. You being nice to people. The fruit of the spirit. Read about the fruit of the spirit. Your hug. You can get in the prayer line. I know this so well. You don't even, you don't got to tell people what you need prayer for. It's time that you can hug a person. Just hug them. Some people need hugs. And they will get their healing right by you hugging them. You don't even got to lay hands on them. Sometimes you could just look at them and they could see Christ through your eyes. Y'all, y'all better hear. I know that very well. They can see Christ through your eyes. They can feel his presence on you. They can see the glory on you. Went back to the storage today. I told y'all last week. I had a woman say, it's, you got a glow on you. It's something about you. It's a glow. It's a glow. Went back up there today and she said, please tell me what you're doing. I'm like, what? She said, every time you come up here, there is a glow. There is something about you. And I just told her, I just pray. I pray. I, I do ministry. I pray. She said, tell me. Just tell me. Just That's what she was saying. Just tell me. What are you doing? Nothing. She said, every time I see you, every time I see you, I can just feel I see that glow on you. Everybody can't see that. <clears throat> Some people are blind. But those who God wants to see, 
they going to see it. They're going to see it. And she was saying, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. Nothing. Praying. Nothing. Spending time with my father. Uh, nothing. See, people going to want to know. They're going to know the fruit. They're going to know the fruit. They're going to know the fruit. They're going to know the fruit that you carry. You don't got to explain nothing to anybody. They're going to see it on you. And it used to bother me. How can a stranger see it, but the one close to you can't see it? I used to ask the father that. So many people were getting that car. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't know. You you sure you you sure you're an Uber driver? You some ain't right. uh uh-uh. you it's, it's like you're a counselor or something like that. When I begin to tell them who I am, they gonna know you by your fruit. They gonna know that you've been spending time with the father. They it's gonna it's gonna show on you. People know, they're looking at your face, they're looking at your eyes, they begin to show, you begin to draw them in. They are drawn about what you have. Sometimes you can draw the good, and sometimes you can draw the bad. How well do I know that? People begin to draw to you. Because what you carry, people going to want to be around you. People going to want to know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what, well, you don't look, when I used to go to work, they'll say, I was out on medical leave. You don't look like you were sick. What was you doing? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Do you really want to know? People going to know those who spend time with the Father. People going to know those who's praying. People are going to know because when you come around, you something, you you looking like you glowing. Don't look like you were sick. You look younger. That's what they will tell me. I mean, they will look at me like, where did this woman come from? She don't even look like she was out for that long sick. Because while I was out, I was shutting myself up with the father. I shut myself up for weeks. I shut myself up for days. And when you shut yourself up, people going to know where they're going to see it on you. You're going to wear Christ on you very well. They're going to see it. And so during this time, you got to let him prepare you for, prepare you for the battle. Whatever he's got you going through is for a reason. He ain't going to put more on you that you can't handle. So, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for tonight, Father. Let those who have an ear to hear. This is you speaking. Someone tonight is being prepared. God is preparing you for greater. God is preparing you to get greater rewards because your war is not stored here on earth, but it's stored in heaven. That's the reason why some of us can't miss it in this hour. We got to walk in obedience. We got to follow the instruction. You might got to go another direction. Some things that you're going to have to go through, you're going to have to go through, I mean, it depends on your calling, you're going to have to go through more than your mama went through. 
some things you just going to have to go through because you got a calling of deliverance on your life, a delivering ministry, a healing ministry. That's the reason why your body keep getting up on attack because you got a healing ministry upon you. Anytime you have a healing ministry upon you, that anointing of healing, your body going to be upon attack. Some of you, your finances being taken, your finance being attacked. You know the reason why your finances being attacked? Because you're going to get something greater. You're going to get a bigger blessing. So your finance is up under attack in this hour. But if you know how to praise him, open your mouth and praise the Father. Because something bigger is coming to you. Something is stored up for you. God already got the blank check that he's going to release to you. That's the reason why you are being attacked like that. The enemy knows something greater. He can see greatness on you. He can see greatness around you. Some of you are going to be called to go ministries in places that you don't want to be ministered to. And you ain't going to want to do it. How is he going to prepare you to go minister to those that those artists? Don't think God will use somebody like you to go minister to artists. Yes, he will. He will use you to go minister to them. He will use you to prophesy to them. Millionaires need a prophecy too. These artists need a prophet and need someone to prophesy to them too. They go to the media. They go to the <coughs> they go to the uh these uh psychics but they need the real mouthpiece to speak in their life and say what well, thus said the Lord and he's gonna raise some people up to go to them. I don't think you just having dreams about artists in these stores for nothing is for you to sound the alarm and one day you gonna have to speak into their life. How well do I know that? And so I thank y'all and I, I pray that this has been a blessing. If you would like to be ministered to, just press one on your phone. I'll be more happy to bring you on. Or if you want to share something about tonight, message, press one on your phone. I see your hand up in the queue and I will bring you on. So we're going to go ahead and move to call us and and this is the time that we pray over the caller. Like I said, he might have a word for you. And you know, hey, only he know. Only he know. But prayers always work. Prayer always work. Hmm. Thank you, Father God. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, your message tonight. I felt a lot of the messages for me a lot a lot of stuff you were saying. I could definitely definitely relate it to, to a lot of it. So Amen. Amen. Yeah. You've been preparing me like you were saying. Um well, I don't know exactly what exactly where he's gonna have me because I've been asking about that too, but um yeah, he's, he's been giving me signs about the deliverance and healing ministry. Mhm. Oh yeah. Amen. What well, did you have a uh, a prayer request or? Well, you just pray for me. I mean, see what whatever God has for me through the message you were giving tonight is definitely okay. relatable to me. So. So, Father God, I just thank you for your daughter. I thank you for what you're doing in her life, Father God. Father God, I mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this door. There's a door. There's a door there. I just see, I just, base, I just got to say what I see. I've seen this door swing open. Like it just swung open. I seen the door swung open. It just it just opened like that. Like it just swung open. I'm like, what is that? So Father God, if there's a door that you're requiring her to go in in this season, but it just like a door swing open. It just swing wide open. Normally when you see a door, it's a door. But this a door that the 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 door be open. But this what I seen, it just swung open. So I don't know what they really mean. I just, you know, seek the Father on that. But I've just seen this door swinging open. So I just ask that he give you more revelation and clarification on this door that's swinging open. If he give me more, I'll let you know. But Father God, um, I, I don't see anything concerning that. i just seen the door uh, swing open. I don't know if this is a door he wants you to go in. But just have wisdom about it and seek him about it. Um, but I, I, that's what I see in a door. But so, Father God, I thank you. If this is a season that she needs to go through a certain doors that you'll open up, Father God, I just ask that she will seek you on what direction. I don't know if there's something that you've been seeking the Father uh, and waiting on him to give you instruction. Like a decision that you're waiting the Father to speak on, or like a, a a major decision. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When y'all hear somebody snoring, I am not kidding y'all. The dog then came and laid by me, and he just really sleeping. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you didn't you you waiting on the answer from the Father. But I think this door has something to do with something you have been waiting on. And it's like it swung, it's like it swung, it swing open, like, okay, the door is open. What are you waiting on? That's, that's it. What are you waiting on? That's what I'm hearing. What are you waiting on? And it's like this door has been open for a while. This door has been open for a while, but it's like you hesitate. And I think that's the reason for the swinging of the door that you're hesitating. Now, you tell me if I don't, um, if he, t- if you don't think that's right, you can let me know. But that's what I'm picking up. Well, I'm asking about 
always say it again. Sorry about the I mean, I know he's got a minute. He was probably like a year. Um, I don't know. What's wrong with your flow? But you're coming in like a robot. I, it, it, that's how you sound it. Let's back me different. I can't you know, even make out what you're saying, really. <laughs> can't even make out. Oh. I don't know if you're in a certain area. When yeah, the, it's cutting in and out. Can you hear me? Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're saying, but... um. Um, like I said, I don't know if you've been hesitating about a decision you have been contemplating on, but it's like the door is open, and that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, what are you waiting on? That's just how I, how I hear it. What are you waiting on? The only thing you got to do is go through the door. You know, we don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what he got, but you got to trust him. You got to follow his voice. You got to follow his command. Trust him. If you ask for something and then when he do it, you got to make sure you walk in. the. When you start, and that's one thing, we got to be careful when we ask God. Because when he moved the way he wanted to move, we got to know his movement. We got to know his way. It ain't going to be the way we think it should be. We got to know the way he want us. Because like I said, that reverse, he putting that thing in reverse, he don't want you to go that way. And so we have to understand the ways of Yahweh. We have to understand his way. His way going to be good for us. His way, because you remember the fear, when we talked about last week, the first thing fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. And so we got to know, he know what's best for us. He know what's down the road. He know what's on the other side. Some doors he got to shed. And some, I literally, one time, I literally seen a wall up. And I'm like, what this wall? No, he's protecting you. He don't want you to go past it. He's, he put that wall up. You're going to run right through that. You're going you're gonna to hit that wall. No, he's protecting you for something. He'll put the wall right in your face. You can't go nowhere. And so know, know what he's doing for you in this hour. Know what he's doing for you. Not for everybody else, what he's doing for you in this hour. What he's saying to you for you. What he's saying to you. What he's commanding you to do. And I believe this has more to do with ministry. I believe it has more to do with ministry. Don't get distracted, daughter, on things that are going on in your life. You follow my follow my voice and do what I said. I'm gonna line everything up for you. You're gonna have everything you need. I'm gonna supply all your needs. It's gonna take care. Yeah. Yeah. So, I say it again. You know what? I can't hear nothing. You think <laughs> you got that? <laughs> no, no. Listen, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you know, the the 
Lord know what you're saying. We're going to put it like that. <laughs> The father know what you're saying, though. But can you hear me now? I can hear you right, but yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, let me just leave it right there because I don't know what's going on with my phone. But yeah, um, I've been praying and seeking him for that. And like you say, right now, your prophecy that, you know, since I started with this um, ministry, I've been writing down every word you all have given me. And I was going back actually the other day rereading them. And, um, like, you know, it, I got the word about him preparing me for what I might be doing in the future and stuff. And the healing and deliverance ministry that he he's called me to that. And um, mm-hmm. so your message tonight was like it was just really speaking and resonated with me a lot. So, yeah, um, like I said, a prophet is not receiving your family and friends. That's so true. Because um, I feel like he's, he's really... Um, putting me in a place where there's nobody but me and um it's not so not not an arrogant thing it's like to get closer to him and um even with the holidays you know I don't do holidays anymore he took me gave me a word on that and um having to tell my family and stuff they don't understand and you know it is it's been it's been a it's been a, a, a little struggle here for a minute but um I know he's with me and uh He's constantly reminding me of what he wants me to do. So I know what you're saying is, um, you know, for me, the message resonated in a lot of different ways. So I just want him to. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just just blessed to hear that and stop prolonging things. Stop prolonging things in your life. God is not prolonging, you know, your assignment is your assignment. And know what's your assignment in this hour. And you stop prolonging it. Uh, I know it's so easy to get distracted and pray against those distracted. Because when we are distracted, get us out the wheel. We can't see, we can't hear. So you pray against all distraction in your life. Mm-hmm. That these little distractions will be removed. And you're not alone. Don't ever think you're alone. You're not alone. God, the Holy Spirit, what did he say? The Holy Spirit is, is going to guide you. The Holy Spirit is your wise counsel. The Holy Spirit is your friend. So you're not alone. It seems to be that way, but you're not alone. He's right there with you. He's mm-hmm. right there. And so sometimes you just we got to go through that separation so he can get what he needs out of us. So you're not alone. Always remember that you're not alone. He's going to send the right people to come along. So you're not alone. Amen. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything else? No, that's it. I thank you so much. And I, I pray those sniffles clear up. I don't know if you have sinuses or something. No. Y'all, excuse me. My no, I'm getting to <laughs> It's nighttime, so I'm getting, they start really getting the act up at night. Okay. I'm sorry that y'all yeah. got to hear. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. <laughs> 
Well, I thank you so much, and I appreciate the you welcome and the word. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can still hear me. I'm probably still breaking up, I guess. But um, I thank you for the word and your message tonight. So God bless oh, you for I that. Can you. I can hear you much better now. Well, I thank you for calling in, and thank you for being patient. Uh, I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to get on here and try to do it, even though my nose stopped up. I'm going to try to do it. All right. Well, thank Amen. you, and you have a blessed, you have a blessed weekend. Thank you. You too, you too LaShawn. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, just be patient with me and my stuffy nose. Pray that it clear up. 504-282. Mass who's calling? Where you calling from? 504-282. Okay, we'll come back to that person. If you would like to be ministered to or you like to say something about tonight's message, boom, press one on your phone and I'd be more happy to bring you on. Four four two two four two. Mass calling. Where are you calling from? Yes, ma'am. This is Sister D and Sister Sonya. Doing? Wonderful. How are doing you? Doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Oh, y'all, let me share this testimony with y'all right quick. So last week we was praying that, you know, settlement checks would come in the mail. God will release money. Any bank that owe us money, let it be released. We was praying for miracle. Uh, I was telling y'all the testimony about the man, the elder man got in the car and uh, they sold to him a, a car with a bad motor. That's been going on a lot with these dealerships. And he has spun all that money out of pocket. So they got a like a settlement suit against the company because they knew they put a bad motor in the car. So I began to pray over him and that everything that he paid, that he would be rewarded. And um, I'll store the current decree that settlement checks come in the mail. Y'all guess what? Why get a letter okay. saying why get a letter saying my name is part of a settlement? Y'all I'm telling you, I know my father and how he worked. I didn't share with y'all how I put my hands on my mailbox and said, let it be a check up in this mail, in this mail, went home, went through the mail. It was a check up in there. It was a settlement check. I just went to the mailbox after we prayed last Friday that these settlements were stored. And I, I gave some instructions. Y'all go to y'all mailbox, pray over y'all mailbox, start speaking, settlement check, come, speaking, I have done it before. Well, I went to my mailbox, I don't know about y'all, I went to my mailbox and I got a letter saying I'm part of a settlement. Come on. All right. 
somebody called me. Uh, uh, I was hoping she would be on tonight. Sister Ward called and said her daughter received a phone call and people saying we sending you a money order, we're sending you a check. Send these people start sending her check. And she said, well, the woman of God just said that Friday. That there was going to be checks. Start speaking that over y'all self. And she said she just spoke that Friday. That's nobody but God. Nobody but God. So important to follow instructions. So I'm going to say it again up on tonight. Y'all have to follow instructions. Start speaking that. Start commanding. Wells Fargo, Bank America, store commitment, any insurance, if there's any money that is owed unto you in your household, speak it now. Go to your mailbox. Command your seven checks to come to your mailbox. Command checks to go to my P.O. box. You speak. Let it be a check up in there. You speak. Now when I go to man, a large check Those credit yeah. cards, if they breach any contract, that your name will be part of a settlement. I'm telling yes, you, if you anything do that's been breached, y'all better catch it. Where's the credit cards? Let my name be part of a settlement. There was plenty of credit cards. over you. You better reach up there and get it. Now, y'all know I don't be sitting up here talking about no money, but I'm sitting up pretending you, you Man. better speak it over your life. What do you need yeah. right now? You command the money to hit your household. You command payback. I command the money to Everything hit my household. Everything that they've stolen from you. Everything yep. that is the, the, the bank around the loan is payback time. That you will yes, be part of the time. Claiming a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. I claim it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. You say you want to walk in them, you want to see a miracle. You better start speaking a miracle. You you better start walking like you like you gonna get a miracle, and you need to start walking in obedience. Amen. I always tell people this ain't for everybody now. You up there doing yeah. some crazy stuff and doing some stuff you don't for be doing, but you want God to give you a miracle. I'm talking about the know, I'm right. talking about for you that's on here that been faithful. You've been faithful over the little. You've been yes, faithful God. still getting on the prayer line. You've been faithful still praying for his people when your body is aching. You've been faithful yeah. still mm-hmm. praying for his people when you didn't even want to. You still you've been faithful yeah. when the warfare was tough. You still got up. You still was yeah. on the front line. I'm talking about yeah. them. I'm talking about you. If you've been that type of faithful, yeah. God for the reward. He's I'm gonna reward those who diligent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You better I'm saying this one more time. I'm telling you, let the seven let him do something unusual and uncommon in your life. You want to see the supernatural, yes, you want to see the signs, miracles, yes. signs, and wonder. Line yes. yourself up with him. Yes, He's going to get the greater rewards in heaven. It's not here on earth. Yes. Are you willing to shut yourself down? You know you got bills. We all got bills. 
But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to serve you. Because if I know if I serve you and I go out there and feed your sheep, I'm talking about feeding, not just give them food, feed them with the word of God, the truth. He's going to reward yeah. you. Your greater rewards mm-hmm. is in heaven. Me sitting up on this radio ministering to y'all, my greater rewards in heaven. So when I begin to call it down, it's going to come. It's going to come because of my yeah. obedience. It's going to come because my faithfulness. Amen. 
lot of us don't like that posture. A lot of us don't have the heart posture. A lot of us don't like get into, you got to get in position, baby. Amen. Amen. Gotta get in position. Why everything keep happening to her? How she get to go? Let me tell you what they be saying. How she get to go on new vacation? We staying at some nice hotel. Cause the favor of God, the blessing that He has on my life for laboring, laboring with His people. Yes. You want to know how? Because I label And then I go to him I say well Lord I would like to take a vacation Can I take me a nice vacation Well Lord you said That you got faith And I got favor on my life Well I want to go somewhere where I I don't want to pay for it You think I don't ask for that You think I don't ask well, Lord, you said you're going to have people put money in my hand. Y'all, I can tell y'all something that will... Bl- <laughs> if God said he's going to have people put money in your hand, you better believe that. That's that exactly what he's going to do. People going to bless you and put money in your hand. Amen. I don't care how much they kick butt, whatever. He gonna deal with them. If he tell them to take her his servant, that's what they gonna do. They can reject it, but they gonna have to come around and do what he told them to do. Amen. You just got to make sure you you just in line with him. You you got to say it's many times, y'all telling you I have went to court. I have went to court with eviction notice. I have went to the court. God will show up at the last minute. He gave me a dream. The last minute, the day I had to go to court, two days with eviction notice. He gave me a dream two days before the court day. And he showed me what the judge said. I don't even know what why you here. This thing, I'm kicking this thing out. This in the dream, I'm kicking this thing out. I don't even know why you here. I'm kicking this out. You don't even need to be here. You ain't getting evicted. Two days before the court day. Then when I woke up the next day, I got a knock on the door. It's the people in the office. Because I did labor in this neighborhood with the children, feeding the children, doing Christmas stuff with the children, knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the manager. Yeah. What's really going on with you? Is everything okay? Yeah. I said, but is this time for me to move? I can't no longer afford to stay here. Because my husband left me here with the bills and stuff. God blessed me to stay here five years after my husband left me. All right. All right. He allowed me to stay here five years after my husband left me. Who am I talking to? I have to let you go. They know I pay my rent on time. What's going on? They know they see what I did with the kids. What's going on? I was honest with them. You know, I'm just going through something. I just time for me to move. Know what she said? She said, you know what? You don't even got to go to court tomorrow. Remind you, he gave me the dream. You don't even got to go to court tomorrow. I'm finna go and, and, and cancel that. You don't got to go to court. She said, but is you going to move? I said, yeah, I'm going to move. She said, how long? Say this, y'all. How long 
do you need to move? I say, well, I'll see if my son can come over here and help me get the stuff out this week. She said, okay, just let me know. Baby, that eviction notice was canceled. Amen. Then, so, my son came over here and helped me. He got the big stuff out, but I, you know, I like to clean up. Same way I came in, that's how I'm going to leave. I'm going to clean up, make sure everything right. I mm-hmm. went back to her and said, well, I'm still in there. I, I'm trying to clean up and stuff like that. She said, ooh, we sure do appreciate you doing that. You doing a good job. She said, whenever you done, you just turn the keys in. Just put them in a the dropout box. Who does that, y'all? Who does this? Mm-hmm. Come on. Jesus made me do it. Let me tell you why it happened. Because in that house, I was teaching. In that house, I was on PGN. In that house, I taught spiritual warfare class. In that house, I taught healing and delivering class. In that house, I taught teach me how to pray class. In that house, I would do a live conference. In that house, I would labor and praying for people. In that house, I was going out feeding the sheep. I was going out ministry. In that house, so when you t- when you get your house and you dedicate your home to God, he ain't for leave you out there in no street. You ain't for get evicted. Come on. That's for somebody. Amen. No. Amen. When you out there doing labor, when you out there laboring for the ministry and you ain't doing it for yourself, a lot of stuff you doing that people don't even know that you doing, he gonna take care of you. Your greater reward, what you do here on yeah. earth, your wars is yeah. greater in heaven. So when the time comes, when you least suspect and when you need it, check, 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 coming to your mailbox. Amen. You will have others to help you. I don't know who that's for. I don't know who that's for. But you better receive it. That's for me. You better receive it. I do. I seen, I seen my father do too much. I seen him. You might not get, see, he ain't going to do it the way you want him to do it. I didn't been on vacation where people have did bless. I mean, let me tell you, when we went to Jamaica, the man pulled up in the uh, uh, the part where people owned them. These rooms were seven. Y'all, I'm not trying to brag, brag, brag and boast. I'm telling y'all something. He pulled up. In the part where the room $700,000 a night room. And they say, you at the wrong place. He said, no, her name, LaShawn Williams, they say she got a room over here. They telling him, he said, no, they looking at us. No, they need to go down there. He said, this is where they told me to drop her off at. They said, no, you got to go down there in the deluxe room. You know what I told my friend? I said, that's where we going to be. That's where we supposed to be. It wasn't no mistake because I know the ways of God. I said, that's yeah. where we supposed to be down there. Do you yeah. not know? And I know that. Do you not know, know that our room down there? Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, Holy Spirit. I told her that's where we supposed to be right there. He didn't get it wrong. God will have the angel to go put your name. You'll be down there with the millionaires. You'll be down there with the trillionaires. 
You'll be down there with the rich folks. You know how to sign your name on something? Yeah, I'm telling you, you do. I'm telling y'all. I had an experience with that this year, so I knew it. They didn't even have, they didn't have my friend name on it. God, because that's where we supposed. I kept telling her we supposed to be down there. That's where we supposed to be. Watch. God got to show the ones close to you where the blessing and the favor come from. When it hits yeah. you, they got mm-hmm. to see to believe it. Yeah. They say, well, we're going to put y'all in this room for one night, but for the rest of y'all life, y'all going to be down there with a cause these, these, these was the top-notch people down there. Mm-hmm. Room 700 mm-hmm. to 1,000 a night. That's mm-hmm. where we end up at. That's where we end up at. Mm-hmm. We always give favor. See, know the rewards. Know the rewards. Yeah. It ain't money all the time. That's right. It ain't money. It's you not. don't know the person who you with. It ain't the person what you with. <clears throat> you so used to things happen. I tell you, we on a flight again. She on but she on standby. I looked at her. Do you not know who not saying this to be bragging? Do you not know who you traveling with? Only thing I got to do is say, Lord, show us. The whole oh, thing smooth. You getting on this plane. We went to Dominican Republic. You getting on this plane. But if you walking in doubt and fear and all that, it ain't going to happen. Calm down. Know who you with. He already approved this vacation. Amen. So I'm just sharing that. How y'all doing? I just pray that they bless somebody. It might be from somebody else. Amen. It was a bl- it was a blessing, but I'm, I'm, let me share this right quick. Um, we went to take um, we went to a, a women's conference this year. Uh, me and the lady that I was with and uh, my grandson, and um, it was a it was more like a women's retreat rather than a conference. And after the retreat, I said, "Well, I said I want to take the baby to Sea World." Mm-hmm. So, we went off from Kissimmee, and we went to Orlando. Well, when we got to Orlando and uh, tried to get the the uh, hotel for the SeaWorld, mm-hmm. I called. Uh, this man answered the phone, and I was like, I'm trying to get a SeaWorld package. So he was like, okay. He said, um, I got a, uh, a package here. And I think he said it was like $75 a, a night or something like that. And it was at the... Um, I think it was at the the uh, SeaWorld Hotel, the Double Tree, or something like that. And so I kept asking him, are you sure that includes the package? And he kept, you know, like just kept on with what he was doing. So eventually I asked him again, I said, does that include the package? And he was uh-huh. like, yeah, that includes the whole package. I said, okay, now, I, I don't want no mess. I don't want no problems. So anyway, we went on to the hotel, and then when we got there, uh, <laughs> he said, and this, he said, now listen to me, he said, it's a presidential suite. Now, to show you where I had not experienced anything like that. 
I told my friend, I said, he said, we're going to be in the residential suite. I, she said, the residential suite? I said, yeah, that's what he said. So when we got to the desk, the lady said, uh, you VIP. He said, you in the, she said, you in the presidential suite. And it was in the penthouse on the very top floor of the hotel. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, it was a, like a suite. And, you know, for that price, for four days. And so I was like, oh, wow, okay. I said, so that includes the, the SeaWorld um, uh, the Sea World package or whatever, and uh, she was saying, well, you know, whatever they told you, whenever they made the reservation, I said, okay, all right then. So we got on up in there. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, make a long story short, he did something wrong, and we went to Sea World. They gave us the little tags to give you at the hotel, and we went to Sea World, and then we got there and stuff, standing in the line waiting to get in Sea World, and we never did get in. So I was mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And make it make it short. The, lady, the man was like, "Well, we don't see no tickets here." I said, "Okay." I would say, "Well, somebody better come up with some tickets." I said, "Cause that's what I was told." But anyway, what happened was he messed up. We end up being in a presidential suite, supposed to be an eighty dollars a night for four nights, and uh, two days at SeaWorld or a day at SeaWorld or something like that. But we ended up being in that suite four days. Two days at SeaWorld at zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Because so because he messed up, they had to correct it. Mm-hmm. And what they did was because of all the problems they had caused, they took the charges off, so it was no charge. I know. How And then I'm like, she was kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was teasing me. She's like, and you talking about a residential suite? I said, well, I ain't know. And they said, no, that's a presidential suite. Now, come on now. <laughs> but it was really it was really nice. And then after that one, we ended up staying at a place. Um, this was uh, one of the largest hotels in Carolina. I don't know how many hundreds of acres with a whole bunch of uh, different hotels and villas and all of that stuff there. There's places where rich people stay. And I'm like, wow, you know, just trying to get um, a room while we were there. But, again, that still worked out in my favor because it was supposed to be in some type of uh, thing I was going to go listen to. And, you know, they give you this little certificate for listening and all this. And then after that, you know, you... um. They uh they give you a a, a coupon or Visa card or whatever, but that kind of went awry too. But at the same time, we ended up staying in this resort, exclusive, rich people resort. I was like, wow. So I mean, even without without having a without having a job without money, God is able to to yeah. let you see, let you experience what luxury is all about because God is a great big God, you know, and we put him in a box and when we do that, then he can't move because he can't move outside that box we keep him in. So we have to expand our thinking and know that God is able to do anything 
or fail. That's not just words. Mm-hmm. It's not just a metaphor. It is actuality. But it's how we see it and how we perceive it that allows God to move that way. So that's why, you know, Prophet John, when you were saying, you know, you got to believe it. It's not just it's not just saying it. The Bible is not just words. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It become it comes alive. Right. You know, in our life when we allow it to come alive. So, you know, mm-hmm. I thank God for the experiences. I've a lot of things have have came that could have caused my faith to be shaken and, and at times it got pretty close, you know. But God always He's always had a ram in the bush. He always mm-hmm. comes through for me. And it it, it may be twelve eleven fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. But he always comes through. He's Dang. never late. He's always on time. Even when it don't seem like it to us. He's always on time. And one more thing, and I'm I'm gonna shut up. I've been going through I've been going <laughs> I've been going through, um, for a while, and I thought about it. I said, you know what, that one with this blood, that was 18 years, that man mm-hmm. that, that laid at the gate of beautiful, that couldn't get him, you know, that was waiting for somebody to put him in the pool, he was there for mm-hmm. some years. So sometimes our situations last, which seems like to be a lifetime, but it is based upon our walk with God, our place in God, the lot that we chose, you know, that was, was the lot that was given mm-hmm. to us, should I say. And with that being said, I was kind of in a place. Sometimes, like I say, things come and you know it might get make you get down for a second, but don't don't stay there. And so I was. I don't know if I was listening to scripture or what, but this video popped up on my phone out of nowhere. It said, "Don't curse a bad day," and I was like, "Okay." So I played that video. I played it three or four three or four times. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it had came from somebody through Messenger. Mm-hmm. But when I went back to look to that, for that video, it wasn't there. Now, let me tell you what the video was. The man the man got up for work. He was late for work. The clock didn't alarm. Then when he did finally get up, went out there to crank up his car. His car wouldn't crank. Now, mind you, he just got his car mm-hmm. to the shop. Then he said he called, went to get an Uber. He couldn't get mm-hmm. an Uber because they had a game. All of the Ubers were taken. Uh-huh. So then he had to walk to work. So since he had to walk to work, he decided he was going to stop at his favorite sandwich place and get him a sub. Uh-huh. When he got at the sub, somebody walked, bumped into him while he was walking and knocked the sandwich out of his hand. Uh-huh. When he got to work, the lady asked him, she said, well, well, what took you so long? He said, don't ask. Then he went, got ready to go home. I think it was, he got a phone call. He said his phone went from 50 to zero, shut off in the middle of the call. Uh-huh. Then when he got home, he started running the water. He was trying to get a warm bath. The water was cold. So then he goes and he, you know, he was getting ready to go get a cold beer. He stomped his toe. He called God, God. And then he went to fuss and he was like, you know, and so God shows up. And he said, who are you? He said, and God says, you know very well who I am. He was like, well, if you be God, why did you let me have such a bad day? And so God says to him, well, on your way to work today, there was a drunk driver waiting for you on the route that you normally take. So I had you to walk to work. The sandwich that you were about to eat, the the cook that fixed it today was ill, and it would have made you sick. 
he said, and then the phone call that came in, he said that would have caused you to be put on a false witness list. He said, and then when you got home after a long day, he said, and you ran the tub of water, he said you would have gotten you a beer, got drunk, went in there to turn off the water, the tub would have ran over you, to slipped and hit your head, it would have been nobody there. He said, so you see, everything that happened what happened as planned. Uh-huh. So although all those things that happened seem to be bad, and what I'm saying is these are compounded things that happen in our life sometimes. We have a day where it seems like nothing at all goes right, but every single thing is going wrong. Uh-huh. But even though it may appear to be that way, rest assured, there was a reason that it went the way that it did. Come on, now, man. God might not just show up in your room and say, well, this didn't happen because of this and that didn't happen because of that. But by that video coming like that, it was just an indication. And God was speaking directly to me. So it wasn't just because of a day. This has been a series of events over mm-hmm. a number of months, even mm-hmm. a couple of years. So I was like, wow. You know what? That was divinely sent to me because I didn't I didn't go looking for that. It just showed up. And then when I I tried to share it, it's like it was gone. I had to do some searching to find that video. Uh-huh. But it was just most amazing and I said, "You know what? I know that that was God speaking to me." In other words, mm-hmm. Don't say, man, what's going to happen next? And, you know, everything that could happen is going to happen. Listen to what you are saying. But you know what I've been saying, even though all of of this stuff that I've been experiencing has been happening, I'm saying all is well. When stuff going on with my children, I might feel some type of way. The devil may even put thoughts in my head, but I'm still saying all is well. I'm fighting for that all is well. I'm fighting to cause anything else that is trying to overpower what I'm thinking. Nope, I'm still saying all is well. When that woman's son was dead, she was saying all is well. That is powerful. But because she said all is well and she continued to say it, it became a part of her, and what she was saying actually happened. That child was brought back to life. Now, that is powerful. That is miraculous. So I'm pulling that into me. That means that no matter what it is, I say all is well. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. There was a season I say it is well. It's all well. It is well. Yeah. It's well with my soul. Well. In my, he used to put that song. I listened to it. It is well. It is well. When you start speaking that, it is well. Yes. It really it is. is. well. With my children, with my finances, with my living situation, with everything, with the the courts, with no matter what it looks like, all is well. Well. And that's the Mm -hmm. enemy wants you to think is it's not well. He wants you to look bad. He will, like I tell somebody today, God is not an author of confusion. If there's confusion around, you have to look Mm because the enemy is causing that. That's right. If you keep complaining about something, come on, you got to see back. Why? Why? Because mm-hmm. God is not an author of confusion. He's not. Nope. If you got confusion, you better know the devil is around. You better you better mm-hmm. understand because what I know 
He said, if my ways pleases him, he's going to make the enemy at peace. So I should be in peace. Come on. Right. Yeah. Amen. No, the enemy want to cause, and he's going to go after the weakest link. Mm-hmm. He's going to go after the weakest link. No, it, it's good as right. it well. Yes, so, yeah. Well, let us pray. Do y'all have a, a prayer request? <laughs> I do. I'm sorry, Sister Sonia. That's her. Bless her. You know what? Uh-huh. I want to pray that God will open up my eyes and that uh-huh. I can be blessed even to my son because he went all the way to Texas when I was in the bad situation and he brought me into his house and I want to have if for anybody I've never forgiven I want God to remind me so I can repent I want to be used so bad with God I mean so much that all I can say is my life is in his hands. And I've already been through chaos and high water. And I ain't stopped yet. Devil tried to kill me many times. But guess what? If they are for God, I'm So I want to just serve him. I, have, I want a newness of my heart. I want to be a blessing to people. Amen. Well, I tell you what, God is using you, but he's using you in his unique way. He is using you. And so I thank the Father for opening your eyes. I thank the Father for using you. And I just ask God to continue to do the finished work with you. And, you know, when the enemy is trying to come in like the flood, he's going to lift up that standard. When the enemy is trying to come in and say you is finished, it's not so. God still has the pen in his hand, and he still continues to write your story. He is the author and finish of your faith. So God is not done with you yet. God is using you in a unique way. Pay attention to how he used you. That's the way he's going to, however he used you, that's the way he's going to use you. And I just pray that God will, you know, uh, do something, you know, even with the relationship with you and your son. And that I just speak that it will continue to be honored between y'all two, that, you know, he will honor what God is doing. And I just uh, speak that he will hear his voice in this hour like never before. And in everything God want to show you, everything he wants you to see, you shall see in this hour, in this season. God going to honor you because he know your heart desire. And your heart desire is to serve him. Even what you are going through, you still want to serve him. So he's going to honor you, but it's going to be in a unique, pay attention, it's going to be in a unique way. 
It's going to be something uncommon, something unusual. He could use you. Don't you know you could sit there and put yourself on up? What's what's that? Uh, Come on, Holy Spirit, help me because I used it. He could use you on the prayer line. He could use you uh, just like he's been using you. You don't know on the radio, praying, praying for his servant. He can use you on live Zoom. You can be right there in your house, and God can use you to minister to people. He can use you, tell you, go to the, go speak to the elder. However he use you, you know it's going to be a him, and you're going to have a peace about yourself. And I pray that he continue to strengthen you, continue to strengthen uh, every bone, every cell in your body. You are a miracle. You are a miracle. And I speak miracle, more miracle with your body, more miracle. God is raising up. You are a miracle. And you're going to tell your testimony. And you keep speaking and declaring it over yourself because you are a sample of a miracle. I don't know if you really realize that, but you are an example of a miracle. So we thank the Father for doing a miracle with you, <clears throat> doing a miracle, because it's it's not just for the people. It's also for your family. It's not just yeah. for the people around you. It's also for your family. It's for your family. Your family is going to be the witness to this miracle and they're going to know nobody but the father did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. He keeping Amen. you. He keeping you. He's not done with you. Your feet is going to move. He's going to lighten up that pathway. He's going to move you in the way he want to move you, not how mm. others want you to move, but the way he wants to move you, and it's going to be unique. So, Father God, I thank you. You don't have nothing to worry about. He is pleased with you. Don't think he's pleased with you. And just like I spoke early, you know, no, God going to show you. God going to really reveal to you. This is for his glory. He get the last say so. It's for his glory so he can be glorified, so he can be lifted up. You keep lifting, lifting him up. If I be lifted up, if he be lifted up, he's going to draw all men unto him. So it's for him to get the glory out of your praise report. It's for him to get the glory when he does, when he can complete you, really complete you, complete heal you. That's what I want to say. He's going to get the glory. So I just thank the Father. You have not missed anything. Don't think you miss anything. You ain't missed nothing. He, he use you. If he tell you to speak when you're going to the doctor's office, speak. If he tell you, you he still you you ain't missing none. He still can use you right where you at. Amen. And so, Father Amen. God, I help help your daughter to understand that there's different ways you're gonna use her. And Father God, you know that she only wanna be pleasing in your eyesight. And Father God, you know her heart and you know her heart desire. Father God, I ask mm. that you supply her need. Father God, you are the uh, position. You 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 are the doctor. You're the doctor. You know what she need and what she don't need. Father God, let the super miracle, let the supernatural hit her body. Let the miracle hit her body. Father God, let her go into the doctor office and they listen. They listen, Father God. They listen. 
And Father God, I ask that you strengthen her every time she eat. What do you want her to eat in this hour? What do you not want her to eat? And Father God, the food that you want her to eat, I ask her to give her wisdom on things that you want her to have in this season that's going to strengthen her, strengthen her brain cell, even with the essential oils, even with, you know, rosemary. Rosemary is very good. Kanye is very good to get your blood circulation. Rose, Rosemary, get your blood circulate. I'm telling you this for a reason. You can make your own rosemary uh, oil, but rosemary tea it circulates your blood. It stimulates your brain. And so I ask the Father to give you wisdom and natural stuff that can help you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Amen. Father. And I thank God for that. I told my son the other day, I don't know where because they don't have a, a place that I found in Troy, but uh, I'm looking for a place where I can get some rosemary oil. It's a place in, um, but rosemary oil, you can find some of the the pharmacies sell rosemary oil, the older pharmacies, or you may have to order it online. Where, where are you at? What what city you in? This, it's a little small. It's that it's it's not a lot of places there. Uh, it's, if 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 they don't have no um no herb stores there, See, I mean you, you may have to go to Enterprise. What, what there is state, one Enterprise. What state she in? In in Alabama. I'm in Alabama, so I I know oh, already. In Alabama too. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, not a lot know, of. I was gonna say I just went and bought some rosemary oil from Sprouts. Yeah, we don't have that here. Yeah, yeah we I don't have that here. I rub it on my little head and stuff like that. But you can order off. You can order offline, or you can yeah. plant your own rosemary. And you can make it yourself. Oh wow! Anyway, if you have lots of hair, you can put rosemary in your hair. That's what made my hair start growing back. But now I need it again because of the stroke and the stress I was going through. And the other day, we missed the part where, because we was a little bit late, where you was telling us to go to the mailbox. Yeah, we wasn't on there. Well, it must have been meant for me to tell y'all tonight, then. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. You you got to. Right. And you can lay hands on. And and son, you keep laying hands on yourself. You can command. I said, I said, by the power and authority, his word. I stand on his word. That it is well, it's well. I'm in good health as well as my soul prosper. I stand on the word. You got to buy down to the word and you got to buy down to the foot of Jesus. You got to leave my mind. Don't you come and touch me no more. You got the authority to say that. 
And let me tell you, I promise not to go as far as these did, but <laughs> anyway, uh, the other day, God told me to call this woman. Now, mind you, I have not spoke to her in three years. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to call her, and she would tell me her mom was sick and her dad, I just stopped her. I said, hold on. I prayed for them. I started praying for her. She said, you always know when to pray for me. Mm-hmm. I'm send you something. I said, she said, I'm going to send you some money. I said, what, a twenty so She said, no. Two hundred. See? And I have a testimony come to life. We had a, a prayer conference in uh, the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, somebody prayed for my hotel night, a nice hotel. And then we was going to Florida for a for a prayer conference up there. I said, Lord, I just don't see the way that you're the way. I I I've been singing his song like Waymaker, Miracle Worker. You're mm-hmm. the light in the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know this. I've, that's been in my spirit for the last three days. And well, there you go. There you go. The Holy Spirit last, is ministering to you. You got to, you yes. got to, got to, you have to declare and decree. He's a miracle worker, and you are doing yes. the miracle. And that's just confirmation. You just got your confirmation yes. tonight when he spoke miracle. There you go. And, uh, Sister Crawfordness and Hashan, last year I said, I'm going to plant that seed with the man of God. When we, uh, they were taking up the offering, I dropped the offering in the bucket, but mm-hmm. when I was by him, I said, This is for you. And he didn't even look at it, he just stuck it in his pocket. I tell you, off of that seed right there, woo, I received a thousand and thirteen hundred dollars, and my trip paid to the conference in uh, Florida. Mhm. And last night I drew some of them bucks. I'm looking for more than that miracle. Amen. And, and you, you need to send me your address. Me? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And, and sister, uh, I've been prophesied over and over and over that Big time 
somebody tell me up in the more than one million, I just put it that way. And I know seven years has passed. And I said, I was talking to God the other day. I said, Lord, where is this miracle? What am I doing wrong that I haven't with? And you know what God told me? Mm-hmm. It those people that ain't your true friends. Come on now. They, they, they going to suck you dry. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I tell you, what, you know, Sonia, I always tell the father, show the enemy plan. Show his traps. She even let us hear his conversation. Let us see yeah. it. You know, that's my prayer. I promise you, he will. He'll let you hear the conversation they have about you. Let us see his plan. Let us see his scheme. Let us see it. Don't let us be trapped up in those webs and stuff. You have to know how to pray. And when God begins to show you those who are close to you, don't try to overlook it. He's showing you. I always tell him, connect me with real honest people that's going to be honest. Connect me with those. Connect me with faith walkers. Connect me with those Mm -hmm. that walk in faith. Connect me with those that can hold to undergird me. You know, you you pray Mm -hmm. those prayers and God will honor you. Yes. So, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, because uh-uh. I, I know what Simon you told me to do, and then anybody in the way that's trying to block me for getting what you have for me in the ministry, mm-hmm. move them out the way. See, you got to be careful about praying those type of prayers, because when he removed them, don't go back and pick them up. Okay. Move them. Anybody in the way, in the distraction, remove them. And he, always gonna, and he always going to start with your family first. Uh-oh. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> he always going to start with them first. The ones you got real close to your heart. Come on. Because they could be your biggest distraction. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. going to so, Yeah. And you... You're up there asking him to remove them, and when he do remove them, half of the time be your family. Not over the the thing unless you, you know, because you don't know who's listening. If you don't want everybody with your number, you know, you may have to find another way. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it on, on here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, she, give, give, give with, uh, Give her what you she'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lord, right yeah. now, Jesus, whereas. Yeah, so she'll, she'll let you know. Mm-mm. I think she done dropped. You on here, Sonia? Hold on. I think she done uh, dropped. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you pray for me. We're going to let you. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. Well, just let her, you know, <clears throat> just give her what she needs. So, uh, is there a special prayer request you have? Hello? 
she done dropped, she'll call me back. But um yeah, I didn't I didn't go to see all of that, you know, either. I thank God for for the word and everything that, you know, God had you to say on tonight. She called in now, hold on. Mhm. Yeah, I tried to call you back because you dropped as soon as you got ready to start praying. Oh, okay. Give me back, um. You own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear any of the prayer? No. No, because you dropped. Just when you said, Lord. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus. Bless your daughter, God, your prophetess. She was chosen to be a prophetess before she was even in her mother's womb. And we thank you for watching Mm -hmm. over her, taking over. And, Lord, and that money that she's been getting, that's just a little bitty seed of what you want to bless her with. Amen. Lord, let her be that millionaire that she's supposed to be. Amen. For your glory. Lord, we ask you to cover by the blood. Bind the will of the enemy. Bind any witchcraft that tries to come against her because Amen. of jealousy. Right in the name of Jesus. Name Lord, Jesus. she looks into the hills. She looks totally unto you. Without Amen. you, Lord, she could do nothing, and she knows that. So we're asking you let her have even more visitation with your angels. Yes. More, Lord. Yeah. To the heavenlies, take her past the third heaven, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, for all those that believe her, that she got a word over a prophet type too. Bless them to become a seed with her. Lord, come from the north, the south the east and the west. Let her cup run it over. Yes, Father. Oh, let it be so much that she had to share. And Lord, we thank you right now because yeah. she is your daughter. She found favor in your path because she is obedient. Yeah. There's a reward too, Lord. Let her receive her overdue rewards. Amen. Some of them heavenly rewards. Lord, take our hearts in deeper depth. Lord, take her on a journey with you, Lord. Let her change everything. Lord, you be speaking to her as as she listens and be obeyed. You bless her so yes. much, Lord. Yes, Lord. She can't do that, but thank you. Thank Lord, you, Father. Thank you, Father. In her family. Yes, Lord. 
Sometimes people watch us. Our family watch us. They yes. think they know us, but they don't know who we really are. Yeah. Lord, expose who she is for their salvation. Yes. Lord, don't let them be lost. Let them humble yes, Yeah. 
And so, mm-hmm. Father God, if this is what you have for her to go through, let it be. Let it be. And she's mm-hmm. going to have a piece of body. You know when it's time for her to walk through that door. You know the season. You know if this is yes. the season and the time, mm-hmm. let it be. There would be Amen. nothing stopping her. She will have a piece of body. And so that's the word I, I'm hearing, let it be. And so if this is what God wants you to do and it's not flesh, it's going to be his way. It's going to be his way. Yep. He's going to do it the way he wanted it to be. And so I'm Amen. hearing that right, like I told you to write it down, let it be. And that's what you need okay. to pray. Your will, okay. if it's your will, let it be. You're going to go through it. And it's going to be the perfect time, and it's going to be the perfect season, and you're going to have a peace, and it's going to bring a breakthrough to your life. It's going to bring a breakthrough yeah. for you, a breakthrough that you've been yearning for for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so that that is what I'm hearing. It's going to be a breakthrough that you've been yearning for for a long time. Yes, Lord. So it's going to be his perfect will, his perfect timing. And so I pray, Father God, that you help your daughter to understand that if this thing, if that's the door that you have her to walk through, it's going to be, this is going to be a perfect time for you. And you're going to know it on the inside. So you just ask the God and let him lead you. He's going to lighten up your pathway. Let him lighten up your pathway. If there's not, he'll shut it down. You're going to know. So Father. I thank you you for what you're doing. I thank you for your perfect timing. I thank you for your perfect, your perfect timing in her life. You, if you one of the ones, you ain't miss nothing. You ain't miss nothing. You stay focused. Don't be distracted with all this little distraction around you. Fix your eyes up on him and stay focused on him and you keep going forward. Don't get don't get sidetracked. You, you came forward mm-hmm. right now to get sidetracked. And there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's trying to sidetrack you. Uh, yes, get, back, get back on path. Get back on path. Yes, get back on path. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, get back on the path. And so when you get back on that path, he's going to continue to guide you. And you're going to know it's him. Don't get distracted now. It's a lot okay. of stuff. The enemy is trying to distract a lot of people. And those distractions cause you to get out the will of the Father. We can't see him clearly. Yep. Can't hear him well, clearly. Don't get distracted. You know, so true. we say let your will be done. That's it. That's my plan. That his will, not will. mine. Now, yes. his will ain't our will. His will, his perfect will it's going to protect you. His perfect will going to hide you. His perfect will. Yep. You got to know his perfect will now. And so yep. everything is going to live. You say let everything work together for the good. Trust him. You will know. You're not going to miss nothing. But these distractions mm-hmm. that the enemy is trying to come at you, just, just knock them on to the side and keep focusing mm-hmm. on what the Father has for you. And so, yes, Father God, I thank you. I thank you. Uh, even the situation that's going on with your grandbaby, don't be focused. Don't, uh-uh. don't get off focus. Don't get off focus. Mm-hmm. Don't get off focus. I keep hearing that. Do not get off focus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. It's going to be all well. 
Yes, so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you for what you you. do. I will thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. As she thanking God, if you commitment, honey, if you don't have any ginger, get the fresh ginger, put it covered in, cover that glory, make your tea put honey and lemon in it. And if you ain't got no ginger, use a peppermint with lemon and honey. Yes, yes, yes. And that's when I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to go drink some lemon and honey and run me some, uh, boil me some hot water and put it in a bathtub and sit in there to steam and inhale it. Because, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, at night it started getting pretty. It started attacking me at night. And so, I, yeah, you know, steam. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have no ginger... Just use a peppermint with that lemon and honey. If you don't have none, try the good time. You know what? I remember my grandma used to make that hot toddy with some whiskey and then knock everything out. She used to do the peppermint. Yeah, sure. Knock it out. Knock it out and knock you out, too. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> she used to do that peppermint with that lemon and and boil it and put the little whiskey in until you put that little sock and that bit sand on you. Get put you up on that cup, boy, you be sweating, throwing everything out. So I know when I went to Jamaica, they gave me for my birthday uh, the Jamaica run, and I was going to give it to my mom. But then I said, no, nah, I ain't going to give it to them because they need to stop drinking. I'm going to throw it away. And the woman, this lady said, uh-uh. She said, don't you know you need to get some rosemary? And make you some cough syrup. She said it's a lot of stuff. You can make your own natural remedy. And I started looking it up. And I'm, I was just amazed how so much stuff you can make natural with it. And I said, you know what? And then so when, when I start getting stuffy, some say go in there and cut you some lemon and ginger and peppermint and drink that. And they, I drank a little bit up in there. I got up under that cover. I started sweating. and it, I was feeling better because it was draining down my throat, and it made it feel better. And I said, oh, okay. I yeah. forgot my grandma used to do this. So, yeah. Yeah. They say that's the because they say some cough syrup, some cough syrup. They would miss that to make their own cough syrup, and it would knock, it, it would knock a flu. If you have a flu, it's going to knock it out. Sure do. And, and my grandma used to give give us that castor oil. Tell us to drink that castor oil yeah. too. <laughs> I remember them. <laughs> and and castor oil, not, you get sick, they always want to stick some castor oil, or they go in there. They make see they they didn't go to the they did did they own. She used to go to them woods and get this thing called green tea, and it was nasty. Oh, it was nasty. But if you came and down to the pole or something, they bought that little tree and 
Baby, you be up clean the next, next, next day. Like you ain't had nothing. And that golden seal, too. Now, that's that's even nastier than the green tea that's more from the wood. But that golden seal. You know, we ain't in the country, so I be trying to do stuff naturally. It take a little while, but... I had made me one of those the other day because it's like my nose hurt, my cheekbones hurt. It's all up in the respiratory. And so I'm like, That's I've been trying to. You right. did to remind me. And I'm telling you, and when you go out there in that air and you come back home at night, it does it worse, but. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, when I get off of here, I'm going to steam out this house and take me a steam, sit in the um bathroom, put some peppermint oil, and I'm just going to inhale it and have it to open up. So, I don't yeah. like it. Yep, because it's right. I tell you, this, this, I don't know what they're doing to the earth, but you can tell they're doing something to the earth. So... Yeah, remember Apostle James prophesied that years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. yeah. And some of these storms that mm-hmm. they have, some of them ain't even natural. Yeah, here in Texas, it's getting hot. Like today, it was hot. And it was raining. Then it dropped down, get cold. So this earth yeah. is and you know I need to do like my grandmom used to wrap us up don't go out that house without a hat and put a scar I'm going to have to start going back to the old school way I'm telling you it's still <laughs> well I thank you ladies uh-huh. I don't know if you remember that Sasquatch thing <laughs> Which one? Was, you remember that D forty forty, whatever they used to call it. That don't yeah. even They used to. Oh, 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 that was some nasty stuff. But honey, well, y'all, I have a blessed weekend. I have one more caller. So I, I want to get this caller. Y'all have a blessed weekend, and um, okay. I'm gonna take this last caller, and then I'm gonna end the show. Okay. Oh, well, you have a good night. Be blessed. You too. Right. Thank y'all for calling in. It's always a pleasure talking to y'all. All right. We love you. Don't yes, love you. Oh, love you. Y'all have a blessed weekend. All right. Bye. All right. Okay, let me pick up this one. Oh, Lord, thank you. One, one, one. One one one. Hi, sister. It's uh, Barbara from Texas. I just woke hey. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about to laugh because you know I could joke around sometimes. Hey, how you doing? You know what was that song? Dial. It was a song by dialing dialing the number. It came to my. What was that? Dial one one. Some it was a song by this. So when I say one one one, I'm like one 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 one. Dial my number. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Somebody dial my number. 
It was a song. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It <laughs> wasn't a one one. It was uh, seven seven ninety three eleven. 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 Uh, seven, 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 yeah, that one was seven 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 ninety three eleven. So when I seen one one one. Yeah, what's my number? <laughs> Yeah, and I that's thought about that months ago. Like, I laughed when I thought of it. Like, Remind me of that song. Seven, yeah. seven, seven, hey, girl, what's your phone number? Eleven, what's my phone number? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't remember it, but I know it was back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we mess around. This is after the hour time. We mess around. Well, how you doing? Well, when y'all got to talking, I kind of woke up and I said, I looked at my phone and it said, I said, oh, Lord, I done fell asleep. You know, you don't know how tired you are until you lay down. Mm-hmm. And I was look, I was just listening at you guys. I enjoyed it. I said, mm-hmm. Lord, I need to pray that they'll have a peaceful sleep. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah, help and healing not to do it, Lord. But uh, you're doing fine. How about you? I just enjoyed your testimony. A lot of times I don't push one, but, um, you know, because I go in and out falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be on there. Y'all keep calling numbers and nobody don't answer. <laughs> I don't like that. You won't be the first and not the last. There's plenty of them with the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you get up under that anointing, it'll knock you out. <laughs> now, I think it knocked the dog out because dog came right in here. My son dog came right in here and laid right up under me. And he just been snoring. I don't know if y'all can hear him. Girl, don't they snore loud? They snore real loud. That mean they comfy. They feeling comfy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear him. Yes, Lordy. Yes. Do you have a prayer request or something you want to share? Well, yes. Um, When y'all was talking about different ones and how they were feeling, I got a call from a young lady in Shreveport, and I had already got a call before that to tell me that she wasn't feeling good. And so I called again. I called her, but I never could get a hold of her for Thanksgiving. And she just stayed on my heart. And she said she was staying with somebody. So when I finally got a chance to talk, she just said, um, she never said pray for me, but she said, I'm not doing good. And I'm on a walker. And I'm bleeding from front to back. And I said, well, that's not that's not good. Yeah. Uh, she said, well, I take three Epsoceptors a day. I said, well, why would you do that? That eats up the lining in your stomach. I said, you ever heard of goat milk? I said, why don't you drink some of that? Because she's not walking very far, and she stays in the bathroom. So I told her, I just said, God, I'm just going to have to pray, but I just felt like I needed to go down there because there's nobody close of kin that's near her. I'm the only one that's farther away. Just, mm-hmm. you know, in Texas, in Dallas. And I just feel so sorry for her. And um, I think Prophet Randy prayed for her one time. But she really needs somebody to come in and check on her. So I've just been thinking about her. And and uh, 
I said, Lord, um, we pray a lot of prayers, but uh, she's like the oldest cousin, and she said she got a, a, a second cousin. So those are the only two living on that side of the family. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the people are just neighbors or friends she knows. So I just, I just been interceding for her. Where's she from? She's in some parts of Cotton Valley, Menden, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I don't know. Even, yeah, even the dog over here sneezing. He knows something got to be oh, there. <laughs> There's something in the air. Yeah, he over here sneezing. Um, Maybe the filter. Have the filter been changed? Yeah, they changed the filter when we first came over. It might be need to be changed. You know what? I'm going to look and see. Because that'll, that'll also do it, too. The filters have not been changed regular. Right. Because we don't even hardly cut. I don't like to cut on that air condition in air. I'm a natural person. Mm-hmm. I'd rather raise mm-hmm. up the window and, yeah. you know, let me. I, I, the only we now my my the the person that live with with me they get mm-hmm. real cold they'll cut their heat on one minute they cold one minute they hot and I'm like oh no <laughs> you can't be doing that like that yeah that make you sick too yeah but it, I it told feels her good. that I can't stand to be too cold yeah. and I can't stand to be too hot. Me, I could be in the house and don't have to have that air conditioning on. I'm telling y'all, I'm old school. Yeah. I can sit up there and have like the ceiling fan on because that I know that air conditioning is not pulling good air. And so, and then I need to get one of those, uh, what you call the things they tell you to keep in your home to purify your oh, air in your home. I really yes, need uh, one of I those. I got one over there. Yeah. So um, I need to invest in one of those. I used, I used to have one. I need to get one over here, though. So, for those, you can put those different oils in there, too. You got some that you can put the oil with the humidity yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's I have like, that. And then I'd rather have a blow fan, not the ceiling fan. Yeah. Certain seasons, I can't take it. It'll mess up the sinus and the back of the throat. Yeah. And, Right. Remember, you was always praying for me. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't put on my ceiling fan and stuff. I yeah, don't cut it, it on. Yeah, so I, mm-hmm. I try to use all natural stuff as possible. Like when I'm mm-hmm. in the car, I don't cut that air conditioning on. No, well, if like I have to, I put it on the floor. Uh, I make yeah. sure the vents are nowhere near me. Right. Because one whiff of that air, it messes up everything for the day. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do that either. Unless uh, uh, if I'm in the car with somebody else, I just tell them to put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I have to crack yeah. the window. I have to leave that window crack back there so I won't be able to breathe. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people get in there. They say they cold. Some people say they hot. So... Like I, I keep the one by me closed. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their own preferred temperature. Mhm. 
Well, you were doing right with the uh, ginger, the peppermint, and uh, the peppermint mm-hmm. oil. And, and I do a little bit of all of it, too, with the lemons and the garlic mm-hmm. and the honey. Sometimes I do the honey. And I also put the sour sop in and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I put all of them in there. Right. Anything that helps like that, natural. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and it will work. It might take a while, but it will work. And the elderberry, I, I yeah. have to put all those in there too, because I know I'm not gonna take it later. So I just go ahead and put it in. Mm-hmm. And I do the PM elderberry too. Mhm. They got a PM one at a at night. Mhm. So that's pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. woman, so I'm just praying uh-huh. that the father will uh, send someone to send help. Father, send our help. Mm-hmm. Send our help. Let our help be right there at the door. Father God, send yeah. our help. Not only help her in the physical, but help even in the uh, spirit. Help her, mm-hmm. Father God, even in the spirit realm. Help her and send somebody physically to help her. Father God, I ask that she will be a a, a, a willing vessel to receive help because everybody don't want help. And that she will be a willing mm-hmm. vessel to receive the help that you send her. Father God, even minister to her about natural things, herbs. Father God, give her wisdom. And Father God, let her receive those who who's trying to help. So, Father God, I thank you. I thank you. I ask that you just touch her body and that she will have faith that you still performing miracles. And sometimes things that we are eating and what we doing to our own mm-hmm. body cause the damage and all. But I ask that mm-hmm. you give a wisdom and understanding to that. Do you want her to take certain things that she will mm-hmm. listen? Do you want her to take certain things? Certain things that the father be telling us, stop drinking them sodas. Soda does yeah. so much to your body. Soda causes mm-hmm. inflammation and pain when you have arthritis. And if he tells you stop drinking soda, stop drinking soda. You know, there are mm-hmm. some things he might say stop drinking milk. He might, he'll let you mm-hmm. know. And I just pray that she will be obedient to whatever he's telling her to not to do. In Jesus' mm-hmm. name, amen. Amen. Because when she told me she was taking, she used to take two Epsocessor for her stomach, but that's not helping, so she went to three. And I said, mm-hmm. no, ma'am, no, ma'am. That that acid is eating up your inside, the lining of your stomach and your intestines. I said, then you have a kidney problem, and you can't do something without, before you go on your trip, you have to go. Then when you make it to your destiny, then you have to go, and then before you leave, you have to go to the restroom, and you come back. So to me, I was picking up fear because she's afraid of what the doctor's going to tell her. She's always thinking that they're no, they're not helping her. I said, but you have to go to a specialist. I said, because then we can work beside them by taking the natural. So I'm going to call her back and check on her. Because uh, she said she knew I had been calling her for the holidays. I said, but I wouldn't get no answer, and I wasn't going to give up until I, you pick up. Because I just 
don't want to go down that that road again. Mm-hmm. And when she told me that, you know, I, you get tired of going down that road. Mm-hmm. And uh, she lives so far from me to come, but she she has a cousin in uh, Shreveport, but she lives so far away. So I just said, Lord, you know, I, um, it is what you say it is, but I pray for healing that she will Amen. get through this journey peacefully Amen. and not not. Not like that. That's not no way for nobody to live. Right. I don't know right. why she's holding back to get some help. But anyway, yeah, yeah I I just wanted to hear your voice. Um, I don't get on that often. Yeah, because right. um, I've been just being before the Lord quiet like he told me to, and he mm-hmm. had a lot of things to download and upload to me. And so I had been receiving those, and I said, Lord, it's still like the ancient of days. The time passed when the word of God, you know, that's true in the living word of God, but God is still yes. the supreme judge. And so I just love that part about the ancient, that he still is who he say he is today. So um, as y'all were talking, the Lord was just bringing all kind of things back to my remembrance. Yes, so. Yeah, I woke up in and out, but uh, I just wanted to stay focused. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, I was so sleepy. Well, yeah. we thank the Father for obedience. Yeah. Yeah. You stay on higher ground. Yes. Well, continue to be yeah. in a place of quietness. Whatever he's telling you to do, do it. It's been really peaceful, happy. Yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been soaking it in because it's been a while, and and then um, I thank God because he blessed me with a car, uh, the car that I wasn't expecting. And Uh when I went to the mailbox, um, I called my daughter. I said, look, you received a check. I said, do you want this check? How bad you want it? I said, I'll leave it in your mailbox. I went to the post office and I left it in the mailbox. And uh, I said, I see a big old check sitting up here waiting on you. And uh, I said, Lord, I'm still thinking on me a check to come. Lord, I don't know where it's coming from. But I I can really use one right about now. Wow. (laughs) We all can use one. (laughs) So she received her check as she was giving testimony. I tell you, so much going on, um, and we gonna pray before we get out here. You know, mm-hmm. you know, things are. I think that God is preparing us what's about to hit this earth, um, and He's mm-hmm. getting us prepared because even though <laughs> things is going on uh, with the government, things are going on in the state that we live in. But God's going to watch out for the righteous. Mm-hmm. He's going to protect the righteous. He is. They is not mm-hmm. going to be moved. They will not mm-hmm. stumble. He's going to protect the righteous. Because, you know, because you have to remember the remnant needs to come forth. And when it's mm-hmm. going to be for the remnant, when everything hit the, hit, when everything starts hitting, the remnant is going to come forth. So, 
Don't think everybody's not going to suffer. Everybody ain't going to go through. Because he got to have the remnants to come forward. The remnants mm-hmm. have to still go forward and still continue to do his work. Well, that's right. And that's, that's really what he gave me today in Malachi. And I was praying with a sister and we got in the spirit and, and, and talking in the Lord. Not in the world, the government and stuff like that. God ain't gonna stop. Mm-hmm. We still got to continue to do the work, and then mm-hmm. he's gonna supply our needs to do his work. Mm-hmm. He's gonna supply and our he's needs. He's gonna make provisions. That's right. That's right. He promised it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't get carried away. What's gonna hit this earth? We already know it's gonna happen. Everything gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look what's going on. Look what's going on now. They doing everything, you know, the AI. And somebody was telling me, I know Tanisha uh, talked about this, but somebody got, one of my customers got in the car and said, have you heard about what they doing in New York? They going and saying, you got the flu or something like that. They coming in and getting you and they quarantine you for anything. And I say, somebody was just talking about that. Mm. And I said, I'm going to have to go and see what's going on because somebody else just got through talking about that. And that was Sister Tanisha talking about that. How they mm. quarantine people in uh, in New York. For mm. anything, you got, I don't know if you, you got a sinus infection or whatever. It's uh, an upper respiratory problem that the people are having and it's so severe mm-hmm. that it's just, it, it, it's Another, it's just like COVID, but it's a respiratory kind. And I know two or three people have been hospitalized because of that, having to go to the ER for it. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's they how doing. Bad it is. That's what, cause what they doing in the air. Mm-hmm. Spraying in the air at night when people are asleep. Mm-hmm. They said the government is spraying the air. And then you want to know what's wrong when something, you get eyes burning, stuff start happening mm-hmm. to your no skin started itching and burning, and they want to know what they said that they we getting sprayed at night. Airplanes are dropping some type of spray, mm-hmm. and I said, and then you want to know what's killing the people, why they can't breathe. And I said, Lord, we just bind that up. I said, God, you said your people were going to be protected, but you know He said that uh, when the Lord gave me the day uh, Malachi four fourth chapter mm-hmm. and I read it in the messenger bible mm-hmm. so I count on it that the day is coming raging like a forest fire he said mm-hmm. all the arrogant people who do evil things will be burnt up like a stove wood burnt to a crisp but nothing left but scorched earth and ash and a black day for you sunrise but for you sunrise the son of righteous will um, he was saying that will dawn on those who honor my name. He said uh-huh. healing, radiant, uh, the radiant like from his wings, and you will be bursting with energy like coats frisky and frolicking, uh-huh. and you will trump over over the wicked 
and they will be nothing but ashes under your feet on that day of the angel armies there. So, so remember to keep the revelation I gave through like I did my servant Moses and the revelation I commanded at, at Hero for all mm-hmm. of Israel, all right. the rules and producer procedures and for the mm-hmm. right living. But I also look ahead. I'm sending Elijah, the prophet, to clear the way mm-hmm. for the big day of God and the decisions, the judgment day. He will convince parents to look after their children and their children to look up to their parents. And if they refuse, I'll come and put the land under a curse. Wow. And I said, wow. Wow. Well, but he's going to protect his righteousness. There you go. And I said, I said, okay. I said, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Your word. He said, but for you, it's like a sunrise. We're going to be enjoying. We're going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, we're going to be like the sun because we are protected by him. That's right. We are the sun of righteousness. Hmm. Oh, my God, well done on those who honor my name. You know, a lot of us are sons of God. That's right. That's who we are. We are heirs. Right. That's right. That's right. So I tell you, he's giving that end-time revelation, that end-time prophetic revelation. He said, remember and keep the revelation I gave through you, through my servant Moses, the revelation. He said, I commanded, I commanded at at Herod for all Mm -hmm. of Israel and all that rules and procedures for the right living. He said, I gave y'all the answers. I gave y'all the word. I helped y'all. I gave you answers that you needed. Just like he drove the children out of Israel. But he said, look ahead. I'm sending a promise. I'm sending Elijah, the prophet, to clear the way for the big day of God. Right. So he's given us his word. He's given us the revelation. We got he's to get in and our rightful place. Ma'am? Mm-hmm. And where do it begin at? With our children and their children's children. To look up to their parents. He said, but if they refuse, that's when the judgment falls. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like he said, we have to repent, repent, repent. Today, the time is near. And so we can keep a repentant heart. He said, I'm going to give y'all sunshine because y'all right. focus. You right. So, yeah, I enjoyed the little bit I did here. I didn't hear it from the beginning. Amen. He's the supreme judge. Amen, and that's what he gave me, and I'm giving it back to y'all. Well, Amen. He to the word. Mm-hmm. He's speaking. That's, that's that royalty. Thank you, Father, for your word, for your Thank word. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. This is else. This dog over here. I'm like, how he gonna be over here by me? <laughs> He's a watchman. You know how we say the watchman. Oh, that's, you know, that's what you just said. That's a watchman, baby. He watching yeah. out for us. That's what they do. They hear us. That's we what sleep, I call, they that's sleep, what I but they can still hear. 
He's a pig bull, I told him. And then my son, neighbor, was talking about killer. I told him, you ain't no killer. You're a watchman. Yeah, you're a watchman on the wall. You're a gatekeeper. You know, good and bad are coming through. (laughs) That's what the Lord designed them for. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen to that. Amen. I pray over my daughter's dog. His name is Halo. Halo. He's an angel. <laughs> and he always come. He always come and lay at my feet when I'm praying. Mm-hmm. He always come and lay right there. And they'll sit and be quiet. Yep. Unless intruders walking or something in the spirit, something ain't right. They gonna let you know. He'll let me know. So I pray for them like my own little children. I call them my son, my daughter. They say, how many you got? And uh, I know they named one of them princess, but she in heaven now. But she protected me when I was sick. She would get come to my room, and when nurses were coming, she'd jump in my bed to let me know there's somebody outside coming to see you because my daughter would leave the door unlocked so they could come up the stairs. And she kept her eye on whatever they did, and they knew. And I said, Lord, I've been protected all these years. You never let me down. <laughs> you know, even when I couldn't walk, you know, you paralyzed you in the bed. So they would tra- train. The dog was trained. Nobody trained the dog. The dog already knew I wasn't feeling well. It's, yeah, so God will send helper. He'll send a helper. And that's what I've been praying that my... That her cousin, and then her name is Wonder Jewel. She's a jewel. Her name Jewel. Right. And she got some pictures that I need. She got grandparents and parents way before my time that I've never seen. And she said she's going to put them all up for me. Or when we come, we'll have the history and the story. And I Mm -hmm. said, well, Lord, don't let it be too late. I said, God, you're a way maker, you're a healer, you're a deliverer. Yeah. Well, all right, I'm going to go ahead and end the show. Okay. Go drink me some tea and get my And get some sweet sleep. Yes, 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 yes. Amen. I pray for sweet sleep for you. Amen. I thank you for calling in tonight. I pray mm-hmm. that I will have a peaceful, sweet dream for those that he want to speak to. Prophetic dream, let it be so mm-hmm. tonight and for the rest of the season. And I thank the Father for what he's doing in this hour. We are on his timing. So I just ask that the Holy Spirit continue to use us for his glory. Not just me, but to use us. Use our children, use our son, use our daughter, use our spouse. And Father God, I thank you for those that's Mm -hmm. waiting on the spouse. It shall come to pass. So Father God, the new things, new beginning. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for the new beginning. We thank you for everything you're doing in our life. The shaking, the pressing. Father God, the newness. Father God, we thank you for redesigning. I don't know why I just seen that redesigning. You're designing. Mm-hmm. You are the designer, and you're doing a 
designer with us, Father God. Hmm, I just heard that. So what is he designing is something beautiful. What he's designing have multiple colors. And uh, what he's designing, design, it's going to be a beautiful picture that we're going to know that this came from nobody but heaven. So he's the he he's he's who he is. He's the word. He's you know you, we can't put a limit on him. He's El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's he's our way maker. He's our strong tower. He's our healer. He's our help. He's our comfort. He is the he is the 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 uh one that builds and breaks down. So he's everything that we need, and he know what we need in this hour. So I thank you, Father God. I thank you for your mercy and grace. I thank you for what you're doing in this hour, in this season. And, Father God, we're going to glorify you, and we're going to continue to glorify you. And so, Father God, let us not forget all the things that you have done in this in this last season. If it was good or bad, we would not forget because your mercy is keeping us here. Your grace is sufficient when we are weak. So we thank you, Father God, and we just ask that you continue to strengthen us. We ask that you continue to place that rod in our back so we can stand firm and stand tall and we continue to stand on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank y'all for calling in. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Continue to pray for us here on Prophetic Grace Network. Until next time. Have a blessed night. Night, night. Night, night.